Hello and welcome to episode 116 of the e-commerce coffee break. In this episode I'm talking with Dimitris Xiadas about the status of e-commerce and you will get a ton of tips on how to optimize your business. So let's get started. This is the e-commerce coffee break, the podcast dedicated to Shopify store owners who want to optimize their business for maximum conversions and revenue. Each week, you're going to get actionable advice and hear from special guests talking about various topics on how to run a profitable business on Shopify. Learn how to survive in the fast-changing e-commerce world with your host, Klaus Lauter, and get e-commerce insights you can't Google. Welcome to the show. Hello and welcome to another episode of the e-commerce coffee break. Today I want to pick an expert's brain on what's happening in e-commerce and marketing right now. So therefore I have invited Dimitris Skadas. He is a digital entrepreneur, e-commerce expert with 10 years experience of scaling stores to seven and eight figures. He speaks Google Analytics. I will get to that in a moment and is an international public speaker and trainer. In addition of being all this, he's also the host of the Greek Mastermind event. He's a restaurant owner, a proud husband, a father of two daughters, and he's living in Athens in Greece. Hello. Dimitris, how are you doing today? Hello, hello. I'm really happy. Man, you did an amazing intro for me. Thank you very much. I'm really happy to be here and start talking about what is happening into our world, basically. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So you're in the game for quite some time. You have pivoted from one thing to another, so you have a very good overview of what's happening. So now I know you're just back from the gig as a restaurant owner, which is something completely different, but your background obviously is coming from figures, from numbers, from Google Analytics and how to run an online business. Maybe just give you a bit of a rundown where you're coming from and what did you get to where you're now? So I started 12 years ago. I started to be an accountant and everybody was mistreating me. Go make me a sound sandwich, go fix that, do the other thing, mop the floor. And I'm like, okay, life has to be, to be something better. So I started looking for ways to make money, make money online. I started running into affiliate marketing and article marketing back in the day and forum marketing. And then I found a local agency here in Greece, like 2010, where I would say, you know what? I want to learn. I'm willing to work for free and I will do anything. I just want the knowledge to, to keep going, et cetera, et cetera. So e-commerce in Greece was not that popular in 2010. And you can imagine that back then uh, with SEO, search engine optimization and Google Ads was the most famous traffic source. It was really easy to get the very, very first one for pretty much every keyword. So that was really, really fascinating, although it wasn't that much of a traffic, but still it was amazing for me to see like, oh, people that buy online and I can sell watches and jewelry and this and this and that, etc., etc. I started learning there. I started making okay money for Greece, but I wanted something different. So I started jumping from one thing to another. I worked many years as an assistant accountant. And then I said, you know what? No, this is not for me. I want to do something different. So I jumped into a really big agency. And this is where in 2013, and this is where I really understood the power of Google Analytics, of data, and how we can optimize. Because I had no clue, right? In the very first agency, we just run traffic. Okay, that works. That doesn't. Okay, let's move into another one. But when we're dealing with really big budgets, like 200 200K, 300K per month, even for Greece, 
it's a really big numbers to handle. And then we had to start looking at Google Analytics and where does the traffic come from and what do they do and where do they drop off and how much does it take for a website to load and why 95% of the people are living. So these are all the questions that every business owner, either you have an e-commerce brand or let's say that you have a lead generation business or an agency or consultant or you're a doctor, like no matter what, if you're doing something online, it's really important to understand the numbers. So I started deep diving into that and I became really known in the industry because I started going into Facebook groups and I started jumping into interviews and doing like mini courses and videos, etc., etc., about the importance of Google Analytics and your numbers and how you can capitalize on that. And one thing led to another. They started inviting me into doing a lot of public speaking gigs, especially before coronavirus. And I started launching courses. I started working with a lot of e-commerce brands. I started helping them scale to seven and eight figures and all of that without spending any extra money on advertising. If we know for a fact that three out of a hundred people, let's say, just an example, buy from an e-commerce store. Okay. What happens with the rest? 97. Because it's not like we are down on the streets and it's guerrilla marketing and that we're saying, hey, we're selling this and this and that and whoever comes, it's supposed to be targeting, right? Let's say that we sell yoga clothing. It's supposed we do a targeting and then I started learning about the customer avatar, the ideal targeting, the creatives. And this is where you realize that e-commerce is not as easy as it used to be anymore. And right now e-commerce has become a lot more difficult than it used to be. And especially with dropshipping that people didn't have to hold inventory and stuff. And they were making like really good money scaling and then boom, they went down. Now I believe that it's more for people that are willing to take the time to understand who is their ideal customer. What does he or she want to buy? What is the deepest fears, the needs, the desires? What magazines do they read? Do they have a family? Like start crafting the ideal customer avatar and asking them with surveys and chats, it becomes a lot more serious about understanding who is your ideal customer and how you can serve them. This is what we have been doing for the past so many years. I run an agency right now where we focus a lot, not only on the customer acquisition like Facebook and Google ads, but we also focus on what we call CRO conversion rate optimization, how we can keep bringing more people in, retention marketing, email marketing. And lately we have been, we want to focus a lot more onto the creative game because it doesn't, this is something that we start working slowly right now because we see that a lot of the traffic sources like Facebook and Instagram and TikTok and YouTube, we see that the creatives, they get depleted really quickly. So we need to identify how we can serve the potential customers best by showcasing the products and reviews and boxing and to see user generated content and testimonials and all that kind of stuff. So we can be as an agency, like a full 360 agency that we can serve all the solutions. Yeah. You're talking my language there. Looking at the numbers is still the same and the same importance, even more important than it was in the past. In 10 years, a lot of things have changed in the interwebs. Trends came and went and so on and so forth. Is there something in the e-commerce industry or digital marketing industry, which people are still doing and they should stop doing it? Or is there anything that has you surprised in this regards lately? 
So I think that it's not something that people, they need to stop doing it because I say so, because, or you say so. I think that people realize really, really quickly that throwing an ad, quick ad out there. Hey, this is my product. Buy now, save 50% off, only minus $50 or whatever that is doesn't cut it anymore. Okay. It's like we are going, uh, and this is an example that I have been using for years. It's like going into a bar and you want to find a girl and going directly and tell the girl, Hey, I want to have sex. Even if you are Brad Pitt, maybe if you are Brad Pitt, but no matter how good looking you are, or let's say I want to get married, that's going to seem crazy. Okay. If she's also crazy, maybe she says yes. But in reality right now is that you need either you run an e-commerce store. I know that we speak mostly about e-commerce, but I want to expand it all in all businesses that they do online stuff. Okay. Either you are into e-commerce or lead generation or whatever you sell software services, etc., etc. You need to pre-educate the people. You need to make what is known as the KLT factor. Know, like, and trust people. It's not like you can be the best entrepreneur in the world. You can be master in your craft. You might have spoken into many events. You might have done masterminds and courses and went to help like really, really big companies. If you go to someone that doesn't know who you are, or except let's say that you might be Amazon. Okay. Amazon doesn't anymore need to build the trust, but still I'm sure that even Amazon, if they have like a 10% conversion rate, they need to optimize for that 90% that doesn't buy. One thing that I still see people doing, but I don't think that they're doing it for long because it hurts to lose money. It's just throwing an ad out there and pray that it works. That doesn't happen anymore. It became extremely difficult, especially after iOS 14 and all the tracking. I'm a numbers guy and I hate the fact that we cannot track anymore as we used to be. And we try to have like solutions, et cetera, et cetera. Nothing tracking is never going to be hundred percent accurate anymore. Okay. That's my opinion. But the thing is that you need to take the time to prepare content, to educate people, to go ahead and to start asking people, okay, what do they really want? What I was saying earlier with the service on email and give them a small incentive, a small little gift in order for people to reply to your service from your chat, chat and from your chat app in your store, you can learn a lot about what people want in terms of product, in terms of service, in terms of whatever that is. Okay. You need to ask people and see what people are looking for. And also we need to go ahead and start installing in our stores apps like Hotjar that we can have all the surveys and we can have all the graphs that where people are looking for and where are they dropping and we can see recordings of those people. Okay. What are they doing? Maybe it's because it's clear for us that I, hey, damas, you need to click right here to buy the product. It doesn't mean that it's clear for everyone. So in my opinion, people need to stop throwing shit in the wall and see what sticks. And they need to spend more time understanding who is their ideal customer and have a better understanding on how they can serve them better and how they can educate their audience. If you are, for example, into the yoga niche and you're selling leggings instead of just selling the leggings or the yoga bricks or whatever that is just and if you don't want to do it yourself just hire an influencer okay work with someone and do five yoga poses in order to lose weight or whatever that is seven tips in order to do blah 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 start educating people 
And when it's the right time, you create the warm audience of all the people that read that blog or saw that video, then you can create a custom audience, let's say on Facebook, of all the people that viewed 95% of that video. If that video is like four minutes long, 95% or even 50% long, let's say someone who watched two full minutes of that video has better chances of converting into your yoga leggings than someone who has no idea who you are. And then the sale with 50% off and buy now, that type of ad will convert much, much better. That's my opinion. Very good. A lot of people who started with dropshipping or are still going to start with dropshipping, there's still a lot of people jumping on this bandwagon. They are solopreneurs, they do it as a side hustle, or they have a brick and mortar store and they want to venture into online commerce. Now they have a lot of things on their plate. So there's a, a thousand different moving parts and they are not necessarily an expert in any of that. What would you recommend? What should they start focusing on or what should they outsource as quick as possible? So let me first start by saying that I really admire these people because it's not running an e-commerce business or either it's dropshipping or it's print on demand or it's like your own brand. It's a difficult business. Like every other business, running a business, it's difficult. And I'm sick and tired of seeing all these TikTok videos where I really love TikToks, but I'm sick and tired of showcasing, oh, how easy it is. And like you press one, two, three, and you start printing money. No, it's not like that. It never was like that. Maybe it was a little bit easier, but it never was as one, two, three. And then you see all the comments that, dude, I tried that. It doesn't work. I tried that. It doesn't work. Being an entrepreneur, it's not for everyone. This is the number one thing that I would have to say. So for those that are really, really committed, big props, my congratulations, because it's a really difficult business. I know this business, but I say that because I spent way too many years, especially in e-commerce and I understand like all the good stuff and all the bad stuff. So congratulations, because it's a really, really difficult business. The main thing, if you ask me today, if you ask me like two, three years ago, maybe I would give you a different answer. But if you ask me today, I would all read about human psychology. I would all read about books like this, Casvertising by Drew Eric Whitman. This is like my Bible. Okay. I bought this book because I like to write dates when I buy this book. I bought this book on 2015 and I have this book always by my side because understanding human psychology, what makes people tick and copywriting, it's the number one thing that I would study because at the end of the day, in order for us to make money, a sale needs to happen, right? Either the sale, it will happen face to face where millions of that happen every single day on the stores, on the street, everywhere, like in the world. Or it has to happen online. And if it has to happen online, either what is going to be the medium, either a text format, either a photo or either a video format. No matter what is the format, it doesn't really matter. But what are you saying in these actual words that really matter? So I would take the time to understand those two things like human psychology, what makes people buy, what makes people buy what people love or what people hate, what are the fears, the desires, like understand more about the people and more specifically about the market, I mean. And then the number one thing I would say, 
copywriting because you get to learn. You can sell a lot more by trying to learn better copy. Either you write on your landing page, either in your ad, either it is on your emails. Copy is what makes everything different. And here's another book that I also recommend, Copywriting Secrets by Jim Edwards. Great book. I've read that many, many times. And here's another one that's not so much about e-commerce, but 100 million offers with Alex Hormozzi. That book is like really, really famous the last year or so. I have these three books by my side because at the end of the day, it all Facebook ads, they cannot sell a bad product. As the goal of Facebook ads is to sell the click, right? They cannot turn a bad product into a good one or vice versa. People say, oh, Facebook ads don't work anymore and blah, 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 blah. And yet that is somewhat true that they don't work as they used to work, but they still work, right? I know tons of people that are still spending a lot of money on Facebook advertising, but the fact is that they have an actual offer. They have a store that is really, really optimized. Okay. It loads quickly. They have a real clear photos and videos that are showcasing the product. They learn how to write copy and someone doesn't care whatever that you are selling is like green. Who cares what it can do for them? What's in it for me? So they write an actual ad copy, which is focused on the benefits of the product and why should people buy people? They don't buy the screwdriver to put a hole in the wall. People buy the screwdriver because their wife is asking them for the past two weeks to put that painting on the wall and they're like, oh shit, I'm bored and blah, blah, blah. And they go into the store or they buy online because they want to have an actual afternoon where it's like free of that. This is what people care. So this is the number one thing that I would personally focus and tell people to focus as well. Yeah, there's a very lot of good information there. I think people need to listen two or three times to this podcast to extract <laughs> all the good things that you just mentioned. And I'm 100% with you. So obviously you need to have the right audience. You need to have your value proposition right, which gets you in copywriting. And then you need to learn copywriting. So that being said, e-commerce, getting started in e-commerce is a lot of learning. And I think you need to be prepared for lifelong learning because chasing a moving target there, it changes by the hour. Coming to that, I know it's always difficult to predict the future or the next couple of months or a year, but what would your prediction of what's happening in the market right now? What do you see is changing there? What would you say? So I believe that no matter what happens, people are going to keep buying. That is never going to change. I think what is going to change is the medium. I think that Facebook ads are going to be still here after five, 10 years, Google ads the same, YouTube ads the same, email marketing, TikTok, et cetera, et cetera. I think that people, the entrepreneurs, the business owners need to learn the skills. It actually circles back to what we said right in the beginning, okay? that. It's not as easy as it used to be. So we need to learn copywriting and we need to learn advertising and human psychology and things that are going to improve our conversions and sales. And also one thing that I would like to say is that how we can also improve our overall customer experience and overall customer service. And this is something that because of being a restaurant owner, I saw that myself for the past two and a half months that I was in the island, being there with the people, talking with the people every single day. If you show people that you respect them and you don't see them as tourists and you don't see them as pockets or credit cards or PayPal or whatever that is, people, they just want to feel appreciated. But that is all. This is my number one understanding. And 
Why do I focus on that? Because this is something that will never change. No matter what changes in the world, and then we have like recession and then war and Putin and Biden. I don't want to get into politics and honestly, I don't care. And I don't know much about what happens. I like to focus on my job. People are still going to be buying either that it's like a service or they buy e-commerce products, etc., etc. I think where we need to focus is like optimize our stores to be quick because people, they don't have the patience anymore to wait for 15, 20 seconds for your website to load. And then the price is changing. Like these are gimmick tricks that we have been taught that these don't cut it anymore. We need to treat people with respect. And also I reach out to people and that's one of the things that I see a lot, even big companies that we are working, they don't get to see, to do that often. Like reach out to people either by email or on the phone. Like we are always trying to find other new people to buy our stuff, new people, new people, new people, new people. But in my opinion, the best people that we can sell a lot more, except that we are selling, I don't know, mattresses and we are good for like 10, 12 years, is people that they have already bought from us, are people that they have already trusted us with their money. We gave them a really, really good customer experience. And then we don't even send an email, but we call them. Okay, people, they don't like to be on the phone. People hate the phone. But when you show people appreciation and then you call them and then you say, hey, my name is Dimitris Kiadas and I'm with Trustedbeard.com. You recently bought this product from us and I want to make sure that you're really, really happy. If you had any complaints, don't even try to sell to people. Just ask people genuinely, genuinely, but in the back of your mind, it's like people are going to be appreciated. And also you can tell people like, hey, you know what? Based on what you bought, we also have this other XYZ product that goes really, really well with that. Do you want me to inform you about that? This is something that we have been doing for years and we have been telling our clients to do. And not everybody does it, to be honest, because they feel, ah, I don't want to be on the phone and I have other stuff to do, blah, blah, blah. But email still works. Advertising still works. SEO still works. But telephone still works. Even the simple stuff like abandoned cards. And people tell me like all the time, oh, give me a script. I'm like, you don't need the script. Like literally pick up the phone. Hey, hello, this is Mr. John Jones. Yes, hello, this is Dimitris Giadas from Trust the Beard. I just saw your information. You were trying to buy the XYZ product. Did you have a problem, sir? Can I help you with something? I did that myself a couple of years ago because I like to experience firsthand before I get to teach it to someone else, an employee, and make an SOP for that. I did that myself. And like one person told me, I just uh, regretted buying. Okay, I didn't want to push him, so I'm like, okay, thank you very much. One person said, you know what, I want to think, maybe I will do it later. He didn't do it. One person said, oh, you know what, I have no idea, maybe my mom did it, I will call you back. She never called. Okay, I had even that which is like mostly excuses, and people just they want to say, maybe it's too expensive, maybe I didn't have the money, maybe my kids started crying and I forgot about it, like whatever that is. But you also get to learn a lot more about your customers or potential customers, okay? No matter what the future, to answer your question, no matter what the future will bring, if we stick to the basics and if we don't get to focus on the latest hack, trick, and if we get to focus on what was working 10 years ago, five years ago, my opinion is like it will keep working five, 10, 20 years ago. Maybe it needs a 
some little of a twist, but if you show people appreciation and if you're seeing them as deep pockets, people, they want just to feel appreciated. So this is my humble opinion. One question before we come to an end, and it's a bit of a rumors and a bit of a prediction that I had like a year ago. So when iOS 14.5 came out and took away all the data from Facebook and other platforms, my prediction or my gut feeling was Apple will come out with their own <laughs> platform. So there are some signs on the horizon that might happen or not. What's your take on that? It is happening already. I read an article two, three days ago that said that they're just coming up with their own platform. Like, Honestly, did anyone believe, especially not the people that they don't care, but us in the industry, that Apple did really care about the privacy of the people? They care is about making more money. And although I don't want to lie, it has been a really, really stressful year. We had a lot of clients that left the agency, ads that they started, ad accounts getting disabled for no reason, tracking all over the place. It took a really, really big hit. And honestly, this is why I always love, because I'm a Google boy. I started from Google ads and this is like my bread and butter. Always focus on that, like search and the engine traffic. No matter what happens, I try to see for a good reason. So if Apple is going to be coming with their own ad platform, that's like music in my ears. If I can find more different ways that we can serve more advertising to potential clients and the targeting is right. And if I put $1 in and I can make $2 back without unethical stuff or black hat stuff, yeah, I'm all down about it. So let's see where does it take us because the last year and a half, I don't want to lie, it has been really difficult. No, it has been for many people out there. And I'm sure within the next six months, we will see. Apple coming up with a platform and then learning starts all over again. Dimitris, very insightful information there. Where can people find out more about you? Right now we are on to a revamp or making our sites and services and stuff like that because we always were to work with referrals and different kind of ways. So either they can find me on Facebook where I share some good stuff, either Dimitris Kiadas. Or on Instagram, Dimitris.Skiadas, or if they search for Trust the Beard, Dimitris Skiadas, Trust the Beard. Uh, I'm on Instagram as well, and I try to share an inside life of what we do, a little bit of family, a little bit of tips and tricks, and a little bit of traveling. Cool. Definitely trust the beard. I will put all the links in the show notes that people can reach out to you and get in contact with you. Thanks so much for your time. I really appreciate that you jumped on the call today and talk soon. Thank you so much. It was a real pleasure. Thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Hey, Klaus here. Before you go, I would like to invite you to become part of the e-commerce merchant pro community to get actionable advice from other Shopify merchants who already have achieved what you are aiming for. Our community is a safe place to actively grow your online retail business with the support of the most amazing and helpful group of e-commerce entrepreneurs behind you. Running a Shopify business is tough. Don't do it alone. Join us now. It's free. You will find the link in the show notes. Also, if you think your online store has conversion or marketing issues and you would like to have a fresh set of eyes on your business, then drop me an email at klaus at klauslauter.com and let me know a little bit about your business. It might be beneficial for you to have me look over your store, offers, emails, and ads, and get an unbiased outside perspective and guidance to help you make most of your online business. And finally, if you enjoy the show, please rate and review in the app that you're listening so that I can get bigger and more impactful guests on the podcast. Thank you as always for tuning in today. I appreciate you. Until next time, and I talk to you soon.